0: fact number one. The hardest part about doing a show is starting a show. It's the Quake Reversal Satellite, and yes, PQ River, here in the control room of the Nietzsche Legatura Institute, where uh, we are ensconced and uh, hoping to create yet another collection of sounds. If you did not hear the most... Recent Overnight Scape Central writes, W-R-I-T-E-S. You you simply must hear uh, Frank Edward Nora's entry. Uh, I I may even just stick a slab of it in here as some sort of tribute with a little music underneath it. But uh, it it, it is a marvelous thing to uh, listen to as it just presents itself, I feel. Which uh, also leads me to think that if I'm going to do an excerpt from it, I may uh, delay it. Just in ca- I, I, That was just ideal for uh, what was happening with the... Uh, well, I've forgotten it was a holiday, and I gave an extra work kind of a topic. So uh, it was... You know, notably unattended, underattended, and understandably as well. Holiday weekends, people have actually less time than a regular weekend and are less prone to be able to contribute to the overnightscape central, just as a general rule. And then when you're asking them to write something on top of it, yeah, I I, I asked for what I got for uh, Frank. I think just about come uh, heck or high water will contribute uh, reliably, and uh, I'm I'm here. I mean, I've I've got to do something one way or another. And can you imagine the world's shortest overnight scape central? Nobody sends anything in, and I really don't have a heck of a lot to say about it. Uh, it someday uh, we, maybe next April Fool's day or something but uh, yeah I, I, I may perhaps something like that should be foregone and skipped altogether. But my point was again that that if you have never bothered with an overnight scape central, uh, take a few minutes and check out. This one, uh, I do a little reading. Uh, there's a surprise. Uh, it's 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 there's good stuff all the way around. So check it out. And uh, r- here we are. And uh, this time around, we are uh, well. We're going to talk about the shmoo, uh and uh, World War Three. Maybe I don't know that that, that again. Uh, I think uh, we're going to have to let unfold because well nobody knows what will happen next and uh yeah it's an exciting time and uh, i am certainly not the place to come for uh the uh clear succinct information on this one kids uh i'll leave that to you and your own uh wiles to figure this out uh i'm i'm busy listening to vintage over nightscape underground episodes uh, a lot of stuff off of the two true freaks network which again i i cannot commend them uh enough uh they do that they're a little more uh professional for lack of a better term sounding a little less casual, although they're it, it's an easygoing gang. They do a lot more multi-host shows, I think, which keeps things a little looser and lighter. Um, yeah, uh, views from the long box, which pretty much is in suspension. Uh, the, the, the regular Back to the Bins, I think that's one of the most regular ones, and I like that one a lot. Uh, the hosts and uh, the the topics, it, it, it's somewhat in my wheelhouse. I mean, modern comic book fandom loses me almost completely. Uh, to me, reading something new is what I'm doing now with this uh, a black science series uh, that Image did uh, some years ago that was recommended to me. Uh, I'm checking it out because I, I, I like this writer, especially, and the art is kind of cool with the colorist doing a lot of painted modeling. Uh, the writer's name is Rick Remender or Remender. I'm not sure which, but, uh, I am liking what he's putting together. Uh, this is a, uh, comic built on, Uh, alternate timelines and alternate worlds and dimensions and uh, apparently as i'm reading the this story is one of those that is unfolding but as we are coming into focus uh it appears to be about a group of uh special persons who are able to travel between alternate dimensions, worlds, timelines, uh, and come back to this central point. And they are doing this to map all of these alternate realities and worlds and to bring back to the center all of the various technical advances, medical advances, and lessons that can be gathered from each Uh, It it sounds like a system that would eventually collapse on itself as far as a plot line. But uh, here at the beginning, it's drawn really cool, and uh, it's being told succinctly. And uh, there was one whole scene with uh, an alternate reality where some sort of futuristic uh, Aztec and Mayan warriors were living on these uh, cities, that were on these giant floating disks, and they captured a bunch of soldiers from somewhere, and they were sacrificing them in the tradition of... It it was just a strange imagery. And, of course, I uh, cut that page out and sent it to uh, our Tolteca expert, the artist Shaman Q, who is uh, here in Truth or Consequences. Uh, No doubt we will be doing something a heck episode or, uh, music for sure, and, uh, perhaps stuff for here on the satellite, uh, some commentary, uh, it's, it's hard to tell, they are, uh, mysterious, he and Twyla, um, you never know what'll happen next, uh, anyhow, uh, B, we will continue all of this stuff, uh, but I, I, I should be playing you some music, should I not? B? and Mr Chris O'Rourke, the yeah 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 the estranged Chris O'Rourke etc and so forth making a comeback through the miracle of uh time-shifting pre-recorded fun uh, it, it, you never know that tomorrow he could be here laughing along with us joining us once again but you never know you'd never know especially in 2022 let me tell you but uh speaking of uh concepts that uh, may come back around uh back in the uh 40s and it's even at the 30s i think it started there was a very popular comic strip about hillbillies called lil abner and lil abner was the uh, never to marry daisy may uh hillbilly all-american boy character of all time In fact, uh, in the late 50s, early 60s, there was a Broadway show and a movie musical, and we even did it in summer camp one year. I played Evil Eye Flegal. Yes, the the, the P.Q. River Trivia. That may be one of the first uh, roles I performed in any theatrical summer camp theater. Yeah, let me tell you, it it was a golden age. Anyhow, moving right along, uh, I present the shmoo. Some of you may have heard of the shmoo, a creation of Al Cap, the creator of Lil Abner. That was uh, he first appeared in the strip on August thirty first, nineteen forty eight, and uh, the the storyline doesn't really matter because what i am uh, interested in here is the conception uh, of this imaginary being uh and uh, the description here in uh, wikipedia should suffice as follows a schmoo is shaped like a plump bowling pin with stubby legs It has smooth skin, eyebrows, and sparse whiskers, but no arms, nose, or ears. Its feet are short and round, but dexterous, as the Shmoo's comic book adventures make clear. It has a rich gamut of facial expressions, and often expresses love by exuding hearts over its head. Cartoonist Al Cap ascribed to the Shmoo the following curious characteristics. They reproduce asexually and are incredibly prolific, multiplying faster than rabbits. They require no sustenance other than air. Schmooze are delicious to eat and are eager to be eaten. If a human looks at one hungrily, it will happily immolate itself, either by jumping into a frying pan, after which they taste like chicken, or into a broiling pan, after which they taste like steak. When roasted, they taste like pork, and when baked, they taste like catfish. Raw, they taste like oysters on the half shell. They also produce eggs, neatly packaged, milk, bottled grade A, and butter, no churning required. Their pelts make perfect boot leather or house timbers, depending on how thick one slices them. They have no bones, so there's absolutely no waste. Their eyes make the best suspender buttons, and their whiskers make perfect toothpicks. In short, they are simply the perfect ideal of a substance agricultural herd animal. Naturally gentle, they require minimal care and are ideal playmates for young children. The frolicking of schmooze boy, that sounds like a great band name. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the frolicking of schmooze is so entertaining, such as their stage schmoozical comedies, that people no longer feel the need to watch television or go to the movies. Some of the more tasty varieties of schmoo are more difficult to catch, however. Usually, schmoo hunters, now a sport in some parts of the country, use a paper bag flashlight and stick to capture their schmooze. At night, the light stuns them. Then they may be whacked in the head with the stick and put in the bag for frying up later on. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait. This, this sounds wrong here at the end. It's uh, We were sounding fine here. I mean, I don't know. What would Frank Edward Nora do? I mean, this is... I guess it's still an animal ceasing to exist, but this animal wants to feed you. I I, I mean, if, if I, it, I know this is totally an abstract concept, but immediately this is what came to mind because I'm PQ River, of course. What would what would Frank Nora do there? I mean, that could be a whole genre of uh material in and of itself but he's hungry and suddenly this animal just presents itself and literally cooks itself and here's a schmoo burrito frank uh i don't know i it's also strange i i, I and i have things that you know i am also loath to eat even if it just might have made contact with a food there are certain things that i just uh, i have a distaste for but it's like that line and, and and i mean i understand yes we one would live a certain lifestyle and diet But yeah, you went to the mall and you're hungry. At a certain point, well, yeah, no, you're you're. When one is treating one's body as a temple, despoiling it and having to start all over, making it feel clean again, uh, can be an issue that I'm not even taking into consideration here. So, yeah, uh, PQ River and is uh, weird, skeptical, figuring things out type of ways oh man what what a series of internet transmissions these quake reversal satellites are i must tell you and uh, sometime in the last few minutes here we actually went on to another day can you imagine uh, other stuff came up and in fact uh, uh the things are just hopping along uh, suddenly here in quake land but this is good things have been very for everybody kind of and there's still not only good news rolling in on a bunch of different fronts i mean i i wouldn't it's just terrible what is going on in ukraine and that's the full stop and the surrounding areas and their concerns and I, yeah, you can fill in the rest yourself uh, as far as that may go. Uh, the word is that there may even be new Eveless sessions forthcoming soon. Can you just imagine? Yeah, all kinds of stuff is cooking at the here uh, among the Allied artists and indeed it sounds like uh this future next performance could theoretically feature just about everyone uh fruitcake toothpaste on reeds and or flutes and or keyboards and or vocals um the artist shaman and Twila, I- ayak aka I- Ayakel and chigua um Coptic nerve yeah, I, I might even be involved uh, in a physical manifestation so uh, this this it for the first time anywhere all in one place uh, I, I, you know I, I really like being able to everybody's playing nice together like like everything is fine with the world uh, that sort of thing I, I, I can go along with all of that. Thank you. Those boys, those Eveless boys, that that was just like right when every, well, all the other stuff started, but uh, yeah, the uh, love theme from Ayacal, which is probably from the same album as a track called Bird Bottle, which uh, Coptic Nerve messaged me to inform me that the... (laughs) Not that it matters, because uh, the, the, the music is more about what you make with it. But uh, that shopping track with Chez is actually a track that we use. It's slightly different, uh, and it's got a different vocal. But yes, there is a track on uh, know, the second or the third Evless album called Bird Bottle that uh, utilizes the same basic backing track in a different configuration oh man it's senile senile river you reach a point where you can't remember everything you've recorded and done and put together and in the end i think this is actually a good thing because uh you know that if you if you did it twice maybe it's nicer that way uh Oh, the excuses I use. But uh, here we go rolling again. Uh, the, when we started this whole thing, it was days ago, but we have been doing uh, progressive things. I do have to mention, uh, it, you, you must, if you haven't already, subscribe and go to the Titfos channel on uh, YouTube or BitChute for that matter, although I think YouTube has uh, a few more videos. The BitChute channel has some things that are exclusive, so you kind of got to really, if you want to be a completist, you got to do both. But um, Chad Bowers and Titfo's For those of you who are unschooled, uh, stands for The Incredible True Facts of Space. And uh, he not only is uh, uh, the co-videographer, co-official videographer of Evelis and uh, other related uh, musicals, and uh, also is uh, a creator, if you are unfamiliar at this point, in your listening career, Uh, yeah, go to his YouTube channel and just spend a little quality time. And I assure you, uh, you cannot go wrong. Uh, Other things I've been doing in this uh, little weird week, uh, oh, man, (laughs) the trip to Walmart with the artist Shaman Q., Oh, that I don't think I don't know. I I needed to get some household things, and uh, it was uh, they were going there, anyways. uh, Q and Twyla, and Twyla is involved in uh, decorating and practically setting up their Airbnb, and she's doing an incredible job there. But that she's focused, which left us plenty of time to wander around Walmart, and uh, I got the things that I needed to get. And, uh, uh, yeah, wound up... The, I, I hadn't been in one, really, in years and years, and I don't think Hugh has either. The toy department, which I have to admit is sort of a diminished thing from what I remember them being like. It just seemed kind of empty and dead around there. Uh, but then again, there weren't any kids uh well it was mid afternoon and yes yeah, school days yeah it's school days that the or whatever if they're at home uh, that they're sheltering and doing zoom school or whatever it just seemed barren uh to me somehow but uh of course my fixation with mandalorian continues and uh, i now have a, a a small selection of uh action figures and objects and i one of the objects i picked up i will have to continue to uh, update you as this goes on but out of the corner of my eye i caught a lego brick heads set and i brick heads apparently is some sort of franchise but uh I there are two figures that I am. I didn't realize it was as complicated as it was going to be when I opened it up and listened to that. Those are Lego pieces. Altogether, there are two hundred ninety-five pieces. But this box assures me that if I'm ten years old or older, uh, I should be able to do this. I'm. While I am skeptical. The idea of building this—it's uh, it, it, these are brickheads of the child, yes, little Grogu, and the Mandalorian. Uh, this is—if nothing else—I'm going to make a terrible mess, and hopefully not lose any on the floor and injure myself because that—that's the main reason. There have been several points in uh, PQ River history in the last several years, where there was consideration of getting Legos. And this, once I get it together, it makes a larger, solid-state object that I suspect I will put on the shelf right over there, and hopefully it will remain like that forever. So that's great. I might even... Nah, this... The, although the thought of gluing pieces of it together, if not gluing it together as I go, uh, is tempting. Uh, I'll glue together the wrong parts. So we we, we won't be doing that. But uh, uh, like I say, we will keep you updated as to uh, when we get the momentum. I mean, I've got a bunch of the pieces, as you heard, on a paper plate, which is carefully put aside here. And that's just phase one of the Mandalorian figure, which I figured I would build first. And it comes with these rather simple-to-follow-looking instruction booklets. But we'll see. We will see if I can actually do this. Uh, I, I, I will get great pride if I accomplish such a thing. God, it's like 295 pieces. That's insane. Uh, Anyways, uh, World War III uh, is sort of forestalled as of now, uh, and I hope it remains so. And the the one interesting uh, quick observation is it seems to be bringing together polarized entities uh, uh, feeling the same way uh for a change, which th- th- hey, that that's it if nothing else, that is a step in the right direction. Now, stuff that I have seen on YouTube over this past weekend as it is now, Monday. I know I have told you about Thoughty Two before, T-H-O-U-G-H-T-Y-2, all is one word. Uh, He does these great short documentaries, and he's got this engaging personality thing going uh, along the lines of perhaps review bra if you know of him he does these great fast food reviews and uh, a little bit of pop culture and yeah i they they have a certain eccentric edge uh, that i enjoy and uh, he did uh you should be checking him out anyways but he did uh, why nobody will ever be as tall as this man which is as far as i can remember Uh, The best documentary I've ever seen, uh, Mr. Robert Wadlow, who was the tallest man that, uh, at least document-wise, has ever lived. Uh, Even if there were giants, they may not have been much taller than uh, almost nine feet, which is how tall Mr. Wadlow had reached uh, at his untimely demise but uh, if that piques your interest i mean he was always in the book of world records oh man before the internet and before all this mass media and craziness i don't know around 1970 71 when i got my first guinness book of world records and first read about people like robert wadlow Oh, the mystery and mystique of the whole thing. And, and now, uh, with the internet, we are, well, I'm living large. Uh, some people actually still actively avoid the internet. And, and it, it's almost like it's a pool of contaminants that they just will not have anything to do with. And I guess I can respect that. One of my favorite bands, uh, especially in their day, Public Image, has, uh, been coming, uh, recurring, so to speak. Uh, I hadn't heard the This Is What You Want dot 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 album in, I guess, quite a while. I just had, you know, not dismissed it, but there was other stuff that I was listening to, and I just kept circling around it, and, uh, Going back to it, considering everything and where uh, everything was, what had happened was uh, the band had recorded Flowers of Romance and started this album, and Keith Levine uh, quit the band or was fired or something. But Keith Levine was really the sonic architect of a lot of the stuff from earlier pill albums. And Johnny hired some musicians and soldiered on and made the This Is What You Want album. And especially under those circumstances, there's some great songs on it. The Order of Death, Tie Me to the Length of That. Uh, And a few years later, Keith Levine released like his mixes and versions and some tracks that weren't on this, uh, this is what you want on an album called commercial zone, which is the one I've leaned towards in recent years, just out of being, you know, I have a real soft spot for Keith Levine, uh, despite the fact that, uh, I don't know. It, it, it upsets me in some way, and I understand how people can just decide they're not going to play with that guy ever again, uh, so I can't completely blame him, but the idea that there will never be a public image reunion as far as i can tell it, it, it is unfortunate but his commercial zone album which is now freely available as available as anything else to listen to on youtube uh it, it's like the alternate universe version of uh a lot of the songs on the album and some other songs like i said i continue to explore the music and uh bands and projects of steve hillage I'm still not a hundred percent sure. I I haven't made that hundred percent connection, but I am compelled and moving forward on that project. Uh Thunderfoot who uh does a channel, he basically debunks uh alternate energy and other scientific things. Uh he's a scientist or a wannabe scientist but i like his videos and i like his attitude and it's spelled thunderfoot but instead of two letter o's in foot it's two letter zeros in foot thunderfoot and uh his video uh from earlier in the week apollo 13 how accurate was it uh, he he does his homework. He does a very interesting video on uh, how uh, Ron Howard in interviews is claiming how you know accurate uh, their depiction of the Apollo 13 flight and disaster uh, was. And uh, Thunderfoot, oh man, he goes in there like a bull in a china shop with all of the NASA information and uh, clears things up. In a tidy 23 minutes. And another must-see, I mean, you you don't have time to make your own viewing choices or listening choices anymore. You are in the PQ River and Unsug Vortex. And uh, I'm telling you, the Midnight Citizen, our buddy mike booty has been doing his shows not only posting them in audio form on our uh, own site but on youtube uh he's been it's him in the studio with the microphone and they, these are pretty good and uh, uh an episode went up uh, they are going up it seems every saturday night around midnight and uh, all I need to know was the title of the most recent one, episode two hundred and thirty-four, in his Midnight Citizen series. And and great fun. Uh he basically uh I didn't realize it, boy, I, he he's our youngster, even though he's like not a kid or by any stretch of anyone's imagination. Uh he was born the year All I Need to Know. Uh, I learned in kindergarten, and uh, he kind of tries to bring that all full circle uh, by wondering if that's so, ever was so, or uh, w- what we learn, how we learn, and I guess, uh, if nothing else, he's an educator, so these are important things for us all to explore, and uh, he's he's qualified, and it's good stuff, it's good stuff, Check it out if you can. Uh, you got to check out everything. I recommend it, it, it. We'll have endless fun together. And uh, by all means, if you are seeing something, hearing something online, uh, watching something at, that needs to be uh, disseminated into this community, by all means, write to me, message me contact me, do a segment, record it, and send it in. The email address, as always, is kpqr.torc at gmail.com. Yeah, that's the same one you can use for the Overnightscape Central, which happens, uh, hopefully, tomorrow evening is when I'll be recording it. So kpqr.torc at gmail.com. And uh, I was thinking of using it, and I might, but uh, you Bob and Ray fans, and if you listen to Quake Reversal, Satellite, or almost any of my own shows, uh, uh, Bob and Ray is a recurring theme that will continue to recur. It's a gift that keeps giving, and there's a pretty cute interview from 1970. One, the station WBZ was celebrating its 50th anniversary and Bob and Ray were kind enough to phone in and uh, answer some questions for about 15 minutes or so well worth seeing or hearing actually because it's just a still photo or a couple of photos accompanying it I forget which And uh, I watched a bunch, and I have been kind of following, because, you know, when you see a train wreck coming, uh, well, at least when I see a train wreck coming, and and it's going to be big, uh, yeah, I get the popcorn out, and I'm ready. I am ready for it. And a lot of times, you know, it isn't as big a train wreck as I thought it was going to be, which is fine, because, you know, a total financial disaster... Uh, people lose jobs and and nobody needs to lose their livelihood over you know this is just try better next time uh but uh that the one like total disaster completely well actually there's a couple the lord of the rings thing but I'm not going to go into that like I said until we hear from Trentus Magnus uh I'm remaining as neutral as I can under the circumstances, I'm talking about the Disney Galactic Star Cruiser Resort, which from day one, I'm pretty sure I have uh, at least touched on this before, but for what they are charging you, Uh, what you are getting at least from what i see and i guess they did a big preview and the people who saw it were actually these are influencers and they got to go for free uh they did have to pay for any premium things you know like uh, fancy drinks accessories from the gift shops uh i have no but yeah they were charged extra for extras but uh it doesn't sound like anybody was all that thrilled about it, at least in the circles that I am being exposed to. And some of them are actually selling stuff that they had early access to on eBay for incredible amounts of money. I mean, it's like the... I I, I think I've made an internal decision. Yes, there is the possibility that this so-called unique Grogu could go on to uh, eBay. And because Easter's coming and it's got the basket with the eggs, it could possibly bring me some ridiculous, like this stuff. There's only one and Easter's coming and it's one of those. uh, It's a branded thing. And we're keeping this Grogu as a uh, permanent guest, barring that. I mean it's some there's some little kid who would really like like it like on a real you know kids are uh, I would give this to a little kid no problem not even a hesitation but in the meantime he's stuck with me and uh, well, he he watches the TV with me and the the screen it's not TV and we haven't watched like it's no, we don't do that. Uh, but, yeah, this uh, Disney Star Wars hotel, uh, it does not sound like anything that's worth any thousands of dollars. The live entertainment. Oh, my goodness me. The, the nightclub lady with the funny headdress with her backup DJ. Uh, this is, I mean, cringe live. I mean, you're going and you're paying And you're getting cringe live. I just don't know. And just for fun, we watched Leaving My Huskies Home Alone with a house, well, living room, full of tennis balls. Oh, man. Yeah, this guy does all sorts of things with his huskies and leaves the house with cameras on. And then you get to see what the dogs do. But, uh... I don't know. It's very uh, intriguing, but I think the animals are sort of catching on, and it 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 it's not. I don't know. We're humanizing animals. I I, I posit this because up until not long ago, the television and, and animal eyes didn't go together. Most animals could not see what was on TV, so you know they sat on top of the TV. They didn't watch the tv uh they would sit and completely look the other way now people leave them home with the tv on and certain behaviors and things are being assimilated uh that they are being humanized in some way to me i mean i could be wrong i could be Haha, barking up the wrong tree but uh i really think We are exposing animals to things that are completely altering the way they behave. They are aware, it seems now especially uh, pets that are becoming youtube you know they've got many videos on uh it's big be- these animals birds they know the what's going on and they see themselves afterwards apparently uh yeah this is getting more and more interesting as time goes on and with that uh I will uh we should complete this uh it took days kind of sort of for all this to fall together but uh, I believe it coheres enough and uh, we have fulfilled some sort of entertaining uh function and the driveling Oh, yes, the driveline, it was good. So uh, with all these things uh, fulfilled, let's uh, leave it at that, so to speak. And uh, we will catch you, uh, well, we got the Overnightscape Central tomorrow and next week, more Quakiversal satellite goodness. And who knows, you may even be here before you are there. Set the controls for the heart of the fun.